Each year, every priest throughout the entire world is required by church law to take a five-day retreat. Most priests here in the Diocese of Bismarck go on our uh, retreat in June, the first week of June, out at uh, the Assumption Abbey in Richerton. This past June, our retreat was canceled due to COVID-19, so Father Wolf and I seemed a little rusty. We didn't get our retreat, so there you go. Blame it on that. But a couple years ago on our clergy retreat in Richerton, we had the honor of having Cardinal Ed O'Brien as our retreat master. Cardinal O'Brien was a priest for the Diocese of New York. He's a military chaplain, went on to become the rector of the North American College, the seminary in Rome. He was the Archbishop of Baltimore, and then Pope Benedict created him a cardinal in 2012. Anyway, the last day of the retreat, Cardinal O'Brien gave us priests a talk on one of the most important topics any priest could hear. And the topic was pastoral charity. Now, I trust that's a term that we don't use in our everyday language, pastoral charity, but I hope it's a word that you can easily understand what it means. Pastoral charity means that everything priests do in their ministry, pastorally, we do so with charity, pastoral charity. Everything we do, we do with love. That's the goal. Those are two words that oftentimes throughout my day, I try to have ring in my ears. Uh, but if you know me, you know that they don't always come into practice, do they? Pastoral charity, trying to do everything with love. Cardinal O'Brien then told the story of a transitional deacon. So this would be a deacon in his final year of formation before he is ordained a priest. And in this story, the cardinal talked about this transitional deacon giving his, one of his first homilies at a weekend parish. And he was so excited because he had prepared the perfect homily. Can you imagine the perfect homily? He had all kinds of wonderful examples from scripture, a fun little story. It was theologically perfect. He gave the homily with great poise, a robust vocabulary, the perfect homily this deacon thought. After Mass ended, he was standing outside greeting people. And lo and behold, not one person said one nice thing to him. This perfect homily received no compliments, no gratitude, nada, nilch, nothing. The soon-to-be priest was devastated. He thought, how could this be? I gave the perfect homily and no one said one thing. Drove home to the seminary, tried to watch some football to take away the emotional pain. Didn't work. So we went and found a wise priest that he respected and shared with him uh, his anguish. And the wise priest listened to him and said to him, when you finished the homily, did the people know that you loved them? When you finished the homily, did the people know you loved them? That's pastoral charity. When you know that everything we do comes out of love. Now, 
I mention that this evening because St. Paul to the Romans, what does he say? He says, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. The only thing we owe each other, that I owe you, that you owe me, that you owe your spouse, that you owe your parents, is to love one another. Right? It's called the law of charity. That all these laws and rules and obligations we have in our church and our faith are nothing if the law of charity doesn't come first. The law of love. Now, we don't love simply because Jesus tells us to, although that would be enough, wouldn't it? But when we love, something happens to the one who offers the love. Do you know what happens when we love? It makes us credible, right? What makes a pastor credible, hopefully, is that he's charitable, that he loves. What makes a spouse credible is that she or he loves. What makes a parent credible to their children, even sometimes when things get hard, is the children know mom or dad love me. What makes a teacher credible is the students know that my teacher loves me. Everyone, love is what makes us credible in our relationships. And then when Jesus says to us, if anyone sins against you, go tell your brother his fault. When we do that in love, it makes that act credible, right? If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Boy, do we do the opposite. Actually, the one who sins against us is typically the last to know, aren't they? We tell everyone else, do you know what this person did to me? And the last person we tell is the person who Jesus tells us to tell. When we do this and we go to someone and say, you have offended me, if we do so in love, it makes us credible. So our task this weekend is really simple. Task this question. Does the law of charity rule my life? Not the law of being right, not the law of being smarter, but does the law of charity rule my marriage? Does the law of charity rule my parenting? Does the law of charity rule my priesthood? Does the law of charity rule this parish? Does the law of charity rule my heart? When you finish the homily, did the people know you love them?